Hello everyone, this is the Audience Explorer, a podcast for you as a founder or creator who wants to develop an audience for your product or service. I'm Matthias Bohlen. Last week I talked about how to find your audience. The basic idea was simple. Look at what the people in your audience do, find some visible evidence of that, that is books, blogs, podcasts, conferences, etc. Then find one person who created that evidence, that's a, an author, a blogger, a podcaster or conference organizer. Look what they have to say on Twitter and how people interact with them. Now, in this episode, I'm going to talk about what to do when you find them. By them, I usually mean the people in the audience that you, as a founder or creator, social media manager, artist and so on, will want to serve. For example, with products, with services, books, music or interesting news. When you find your audience, you will want to understand them or as I always say, get them. Last week I did an experiment about this. I wanted to tell you about that. What would happen if I tried to understand an audience that I know absolutely nothing about? I remember Arvid Karl mentioned an audience of beekeepers. That is, those people who keep bees and get honey and wax from them. To begin with, I searched on Amazon and f I found interesting and hilarious things about beekeeping. For example, a book called Beekeeping for Dummies and a coffee mug with a well-known blonde-haired man on it saying something like, you're the best beekeeper, the others are a total failure and you know it. I searched on Twitter for the authors of these books and couldn't really find them. I continued to search with hashtags about beekeeping and beekeepers and found some interesting accounts. For example, the Scottish Beekeepers Association, a charity that aims to promote honeybee conservation, beekeeping and honeybee products across Scotland. Likewise, I found the British Beekeepers Association, another national charity supporting bees and beekeepers. And I found one interesting thing, Hill Hunter GPS, an Android app or game for hiking, that is climbing hills around the world. Why did I find this hiking app? Well, it turns out that this app can spot the queen bee among a swarm of other bees. Smart, isn't it? I entered these three Twitter accounts, Scott Beekeepers, British Bees and Hill Hunter GPS, into my tool Get the Audience and it found out what the people in the audience tweet about. It displayed the most often used words as a word cloud. I put the word cloud into the blog post um, and referenced the blog post in the show notes so you will find the word cloud. The word cloud showed the most often used words that the audience is, uh, is tweeting about. One of those words was hive, 
of course a beehive. I clicked on Hive and the system displayed several tweets where I could learn that beekeepers love Hive cameras so that they can watch what the bees do from a safe distance without disturbing them and without being stung by them. By looking at the tweets, I also discovered some more beekeeping domain language. For example, I learned that beekeepers also call themselves apiarists because apis means bee in Latin. I also learned that an apiary is a protected location where beekeepers place the hives. I also found by reading more of those tweets that there is a whole movement to protect the bees. I think it was called uh, World Bee Project or something like that. Because bees are an endangered species and if they should die, we humans will die soon after them. That wasn't totally clear to me. It's amazing and dramatic, isn't it? There are even courses to teach children about bees, about honey, etc. in order to make them love and respect bees. So why did I talk about beekeeping for so long? Well, if you are someone who is here to create products, services, art or news for a certain audience, then understanding that audience will help and enable you in many ways. First of all, you will learn their language so that you can join the conversation. You will understand their needs. You will see where the needs are well served with existing solutions or underserved so that people need more. For the underserved needs, you will be able to design new products, new services or anything that helps your audience fulfill their needs or reach their goals. Amazing what I could learn in merely an hour exploring those apiarists on Twitter using Get the Audience. Imagine what you could do for your own audience when you spend an entire day before you jump into conclusions and start creating stuff for yet unknown need. To sum this up, this is what I recommend. Spend some time to find your audience. Take your time for that. Also take your time to understand them well. Master their domain language and their jargon. For instance, the apiarists with their apiaries. Identify their needs, their goals and their aspirations. So this is what you do when you find your audience and go on to understand them. Now for something not so entirely different. It's about this week's status of my startup, Get the Audience. Let's talk about the status in terms of Dave McClure's R metrics. You remember the last podcast episode where I introduced those metrics? They are the classic non-vanity metrics for startups. Acquisition, activation, retention, referral and revenue. So how many users could I acquire? How, ma how many could I activate? How many could I retain this week? 
Is there any referral? Is one user telling the other users uh, or the other people how great the app is? Or is there any revenue? Well, today is day number 65 of the startup, so I'm now nine weeks into that. And this week I've got 40 users in my system. That's eight more than last week. I'm quite happy about that. So the acquisition metric is eight. Activation. This week my users have created 15 audiences. They have imported 19,704 tweets. The tweets were created by 13,476 tweets. So people who tweet. Isn't it cool what such a classic PostgreSQL database can find out with three simple SQL queries? For those of you who are hackers who write SQL code, I have included the SQL code in the blog post. So please find them in the blog post. Now for retention. So I was, I was uh, again able to acquire some users, to activate them, to create audiences, to import tweets. Now, how about retention? I do not really measure this yet. However, when I think about it, I realize that I could measure it easily by automating two things. I could write a database query that finds out how many users there are who have created new audiences or who have imported tweets or who have imported new people who made those tweets. Quite easy for a database. I could also write another query that finds out how many of those users were already present last week or the week before. So I could dif differentiate between new users and retained users because they were already present last week. That way I would get some hard data about how many users I am able to retain per week. So this would be my new metric for retention weekly active users or wow I could call them. Now how about referral? Uh, this is something that I honestly don't know. I have no idea how many existing users already refer get the audience to someone else. Have you got an idea how to make this measurable? And finally for revenue. The biggest change that I made uh, to the system this week was I put it on Gumroad so that there is now a completely automated process for onboarding new users. People can buy a license code on Gumroad. Gumroad will email them the license code and afterwards they can sign up for Get the Audience using that same license code. Something really interesting happened. Get the Audience is still a free product, but uh, Gumroad doesn't really support products that are totally free. So I created a membership product with a minimum monthly price of zero dollars. Then what happened? Some users signed up for zero dollars as expected. But one user signed up for five dollars. Yay! That's my first revenue with Get the Audience. Much earlier than expected. So yes, my monthly revenue is now $4.28, at least until they cancel their membership. Who would have thought that? 
That's pretty much it for this week. I hope you enjoyed my new non-vanity metrics. Have fun, stay healthy and keep developing your audience further and further. Thanks for listening to the Audience Explorer podcast today. You can find me on Twitter at GetTheAudience and you can check out the blog at GetTheAudience.com. If you have any questions about this episode, reach out to me on Twitter or send an email to Matthias at GetTheAudience.com. If you want to support this podcast, please leave a rating in your favorite podcast player app. This will help other founders or creators to find this podcast about developing an audience for their product or service. Thank you very much for listening and see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.